Today we're talking about how the INFJ bypasses everyone in sight. And the key phrase today is, don't hate the player, change the game. Because if there's one thing that the INFJ is particularly good at, then it's changing our own perception of reality, changing how we see ourselves, and how we see everybody in our life. So what does that have to do with how to bypass everyone? Well, to make it short, we have to change the game. Once you're able to change the game, you can play to your advantage. And this is not just some theoretical thing that makes sense in your mind, but doesn't really play out in reality. It plays out really, really well. You can change your life seemingly overnight. And how that happens is going to be the topic of today's video. But before we get started, remember if you haven't done this so far to download the poster on the five pillars to an INFJ epic life, that will help you to push forward and to make the changes that will transform your life forever. And if you want to take it to the next level, then work with me one-on-one. -on -one. All the information you find in the links in the description. The way the INFJ cognitive functions are set up really helps us with this process. So our first function is introverted intuition and our third function is introverted thinking. And since we're introverts, those are the functions that we live in the most. Those are the ones that are most utilized and those are the ones that we're going to use for this process. Yes, you might say the first and second function are you know the best combination these are the ones that we're stronger at if we use them but matter of fact is we tend to stay in introversion this is not the best thing for us that's why we always say okay don't bypass the second function but for this instance for the things we're going to talk about today this is going to help you this combination of introverted intuition and introverted thinking how does that work? The point is this, when we absorb information, what happens? We put it into our system, right? We have this vast space that we can put things in. It's like a black box. This is your introverted intuition. And then in combination with your introverted thinking, you give it meaning. This is different than how it is for an INTJ, for example, because even if they utilize the first and second function and their second function is extroverted thinking, there are different rules at play. They use the information that is given in the world, meaning that has always worked. This is what is established currently and we're going to use this information to our advantage. For the INFJ, it's different. For the INFJ, the introverted thinking part really changes everything because it allows you to give subjective meaning to something. So you go into a situation, you pick up information, let's say you're in a new city or a new town, you pick up that information and then with the help of introverted thinking, you give it meaning. You say, oh, okay, I see myself in the hierarchy over there, or I see myself as somebody who's, you know, the typical Sigma INFJ who doesn't really care about hierarchy or anything like this. You always make a judgment about how you play within that world of yours, that new world, how every person is, what meaning you give to them, um, how you perceive a certain situation as in like, is this something where I can see myself thriving in this career or all of those things. This is typical introverted thinking. You give meaning to it. So how does that play out when we talk about how to bypass everyone? If you are able to give a certain situation meaning, and you know that this is true, you know when you get into a new situation, you just you know synthesize in your mind what's going on, you give things meaning, and this has also a lot to do with our first function because we're not the type of people who, like ISTJs, really need to understand everything in detail. No, what we do is we pick up you know the couple of informations that we have and we create a system because we know that. 
With every new information that comes into our mind, we can then say, oh, okay, my first you know, thought of how this is going to be wasn't really correct, I'm going to adjust it. This is how we work. So if you're able to give meaning to a new situation, guess what? You're also able to give meaning to an already existing situation. So if you are, for example, in a field where you're not making any progress, right? You're at a job and you're sort of like doing your work, but nobody really recognizes what you have to offer. Not like really, right? You feel like people are not seeing you. People are not giving you the credit that you deserve. And this can play out in your personal life as well, that you say, I'm giving everything. I'm being the best friend. I'm, you know, helping you glow up. I'm helping you to grow. I'm helping you to really cherish yourself. And like, what do I get in return? Absolutely nothing. And that's where most INFJs really get stuck because it feels like, okay, this is the real world. And why do we feel like this? We feel like this because we have given it this meaning. So if you're in a situation that sort of like seems you've experienced it over and over again, guess what? You can change it. This is something that I know to be true. So if you have any kind of, you know, problem in your personal life or in your career life or just with people in general or new situations where you say, it's always the same. It's always the same. I'm always getting underestimated. I'm always getting judged. I'm always getting, you know, seen for somebody that I'm not. And it's always the same story. It is the same story because it is based on a system that we have in our head. But if you are able to change that system, to change the way you view things, you automatically are going to change fields. It's not that the people around you will start seeing you differently. It's that you're not going to care and you're going to go somewhere else. See, this is a completely different scenario than saying, oh, you know, I'm just going to change within that field. Let me explain this to you. So let's say you're at a job where you're not being, you know, appreciated. What happens for most INFJs? They really get stuck there because they feel, okay, if I just put in more effort, if I show them how much I really want to contribute, this also happens in relationships, by the ways. How often have I seen and talked to INFJs? And I've done this myself where it was like, I just have to prove to them even more how much I just have positive intentions, you know? And you continuously are giving and giving and giving and nothing changes. And it is because we on a subconscious level are going throughout life thinking, I'm not good enough. For some reason, I have to give more than everybody else for people to recognize it. And we're waiting for other people to give us the feedback of, yes, you're a good person, or yes, you know what you're talking about. Yes, you're intelligent, whatever the story may be. And this is something that, you know, most people struggle with. This isn't an INFJ thing, but here's the twist. You can much easier than most types in general make that switch. For example, this notion of forgiveness. You know people who hold on to anger for dear life, no matter what. You know, things they've experienced in childhood, somebody was mean to them, whatever it may be, we as people who are all about personal development, who are all about growth, you know, we very often learn that forgiveness is super important. And it's not because, oh, we're going to be better people because of it, but because we know that if we're able to really let go, to really forgive, to confront ourselves with these emotions, to heal them, 
to feel the emotions, all those negative ones, all the anger, all the hurt. If we're able to feel it, we can heal it. And once it's healed, it doesn't bother us anymore. And it doesn't hold us back because every single thing that you're holding on to really makes a difference in how you see the world. If you go through life thinking that everybody's trying to play you, people are not understanding you, you're not good enough, then it's because you've gone through something in your childhood or in your younger years, which gave you the impression that this is the way the world works. And we're trying to heal that, meaning we're trying to find external validation for us not being, you know, crazy or not enough or whatever it is. We want another person to tell us you're good enough. And then we feel like everything's going to be okay. This is, again, something that a lot of people go through, but we as INFJs have two very specific points here. Number one, we probably carry with ourselves much more than most people because, you know, we tend to grow up differently. We tend to, you know, get in situations where people weren't nice to us as children because we're different. And uh, when we're that young, we don't have the capacities to deal with it. So this is one of the key points, right? We carry a lot of baggage. But on the other hand, we are able to heal it. We are able to transform it much easier than most types. I know people who hold on to anger forever after they've recognized, okay, you know, this is probably one of my problems or I'm angry because of something or whatever it may be. INFJs, once they recognize, oh, I have this pattern that I continuously go through, I'm going to change it, right? It's not that we don't repeat these things over and over again. Like I remember my biggest problem was thinking that I'm not nice enough, that I'm not giving enough, that I'm not, you know, altruistic enough. And this actually played out with me overextending myself, me thinking I have to be nicer, I have to be kinder, I have to be sacrificing way more than everybody else in order to be lovable, accepted, whatever it may be. So how does that play out once you're able to, you know, take this on, change your perspective and then say, okay, I've healed this. It plays out at you saying, how would I act if I was okay? How would I act if I felt like I am enough? How would I act if I didn't expect more from myself than I expect from other people? How would that look like? And this is where the INFJ bypasses everyone because this change is really difficult, but we do have the capacity to do it. It is easier for us. It's not so far-fetched. So this is what I'm talking about when I say, don't hate the player, change the game. What happens when you change the game? You actually recognize that it's not on your coworkers to recognize that you're smart enough. They're never going to get it. It's not on them. It's on you to say, I am smart enough. And since I know I'm smart enough, I'm going to go to a place where this is being appreciated and I'm not going to be okay with people, you know, telling me over and over again that I'm not good enough or show it to me. Because if you subconsciously think, you know, in this example, you're not smart enough, what happens? You go to an interview, the people act towards you like, you know, you're like this little fish who doesn't understand anything and so on. And on some level you believe that and you believe that it's going to be like this everywhere right? So why go somewhere else? It's always going to suck. But that's not the case. So how do you change that? Well, it's twofold. On the one hand, you do personal development as in, I learn to be okay with myself. I do self affirmations. I do all that work that helps me to get to the deeper levels. I ask myself, when was the first time somebody made me feel this way? 
And now as an adult, how would I act in a situation like this? So on the one hand, yes, it's inner work. And these are things we shouldn't neglect. But the thing is this, we as INFJs don't tend to neglect this. This isn't our problem. Our problem is the second part, which is the action part. Because you cannot change your life if you're not taking different action. I see this over and over again. And I used to be like this for the longest time. That I as an INFJ and the INFJs that I see and talk to, they say, well, I'm doing the research. I'm doing the inner work. Okay, but how do you actually make a difference in your life? That's why I'm always saying we're looking for externally observable facts. You doing inner work, you doing healing, personal development. It's important, but it's not everything. It's not an externally observable fact. It's not something you could tell somebody and they would be able to verify it. What would be such a step? It would be to say, I'm applying to other jobs and I'm not going to start working somewhere where I have the slightest impression that people are underestimating me and thinking that I'm not smart enough. I want to go somewhere where people want to see me win. And I'm not going to stop until I find a place like this. And everything changes from that moment because you're automatically not even applying to those places where you feel like, okay, I already have the intuition that this is not going to be the place that recognizes me. What are my strengths? What makes me smart? It's the way how I'm able to read people. It's the way that I can create a system in fields that haven't existed yet. That's why we had this video on why the INFJ excels in niches, because this is where we're good at when we're in a black box and we have to create something that hasn't existed yet. We're great in startups. We're great in places where there aren't that many restrictions. And this doesn't even apply only to careers or anything like this. It also applies to any kind of relationship. It may be friendship, it may be romantic relationship, because once you understand, I actually deserve to be treated kindly. I deserve not to be the one who has to sacrifice. I'm not the martyr here. I'm not going to give more than the other person gives. You know what happens? You stop running after people who are not giving you the time of day. And you're not doing that because you feel like, oh, once I do this, this person is going to miraculously see that I'm worth it. No, they're never going to get it. But you know, that's not on you to decide. Like what people think of you is none of your business. But if you personally think I deserve to be treated kindly, guess what? You're not going to care what those people think. You're just like automatically are taking them out of your mind because their opinions just don't matter. These people don't matter in your life. And you automatically are drawn towards people who want to see you win. You're automatically drawn to people who, you know, see where your heart is at, see your great attributes because you see your great attributes. You will never find a person who believes that they honestly deserve you know, love and admiration and appreciation and are continuously surrounded by people who put them down. But I can tell you from personal experience, this is the hardest thing to see because for the longest time I felt like, of course I love myself, of course I appreciate myself, of course all of those things. But the truth was I still was paying attention to people who didn't see that in me. And I tried to make them understand when this is the last thing a person would do who would honestly think that they deserve better. They wouldn't waste their time with this. So we do the healing work, but we also take the action. And when you do that, that's when you change the game because you automatically start seeing that person who mistreats you in any kind of way differently. 
It's like they're a different person. You are a different person. Every single relationship that you have, every single person that you meet, you're going to have a new interaction with. Even people who've been in your life forever, these interactions will change. These dynamics will change because you're somebody different. And when you're somebody different, all the people around you are different. All the dynamics are different. You know, you actually start projecting different things to the outside world. And we as INFJs are such masters at this. This is something that even if you're not used to it so much, you can get good at it really, really quickly. Ask yourself, how would a person act who believes they deserve all the love, all the money, all the appreciation, all the, you know, people thinking you're smart, whatever it may be, like positive attributes and not think about, oh, but you know, every person deserves love and you know, I'm not better than anybody else. It's not about that. It's not about you making sure that there is a balance in the world. This balance will happen when you make sure you're good, another person makes sure that they're good and then you'll find an optimal level where both are interacting in a way that is beneficial for both of them. But it's not on you to make a decision what is best for others and for yourself. You have to make sure that you're good and that you take the action which proves to yourself that you're going to be the person that you want to be. Remember, don't hate the player, change the game. That's the INFJ motto and that's the thing that's going to push you forward and you're going to bypass everybody. You're going to be able to make career jumps like nobody else. You're going to have relationship milestones and like really appreciate life at a different level because you just changed the way you see life. Remember, if you want some more help in how to make that shift happen, get the poster, you know, it's for free. You can find the link in the description. And if you say, I'm really serious, like I'm going to change something about my life. I'm ready for the next step. I'm ready to take charge, then work with me privately. All the information you find in the links in the description. And if you wanna watch another video now that is in alignment with today's topic, then watch the video, how the INFJ uses their dark side to their advantage.